Hi, welcome to the Be Your Own Show. My name is Jane Hunt. I'm the CEO of JBH, the digital PR agency. And I'm going to be talking to you today about how you can build your personal brand. And the great thing about this is anybody can do it. It doesn't matter where you are in your career. It doesn't matter whether you own your own business, you're working for another business, or you're thinking of setting up something for yourself. So this is for everybody. And hopefully this really resonates with you and you get lots of ideas from it. So I'm going to start off by talking about why personal branding is important. So I think, you know, no matter where you are in your career, anybody can benefit from it. And personal branding is about kind of identifying who you are, what you want to be, how you want people to perceive you and see you and how you use that to your advantage. So, for example, personal branding can be used to really kind of elevate your career. And it doesn't matter whether you're starting out, whether you're in a senior role, or whether you're in a leadership role, anybody can use personal branding. So the idea behind it is that you have kind of a persona that you kind of want to embody or you already embody. But this persona can be used to really kind of showcase your knowledge, your expertise, all the things you've done in your career and the things that you really care about, the things that you're passionate about. And that is really important. So for me, as an agency owner and somebody that you know is a PR expert, it's really important to me that I showcase the realities of being a business owner and an agency owner, and that I'm not just presenting this amazing portrayal, that everything's fine, it's really fun all the time. That's, that's not how it is. So I want people to know, you know, whether they're thinking of starting a business or they've already started a business or they have an agency, that they're not alone. Things do go wrong. That's just human nature. And it's OK to have a bad day and things do go wrong. So that's kind of one of my uh, things that's important for me to talk about. I also obviously talk about kind of PR how you can use PR, the benefits of it, and how it can kind of transform your organization um, or your brand if you're a freelancer. So there's kind of lots to unpack here. But firstly, I've already kind of talked a little bit kind of about the benefits, but why should you really invest in it? So I think it, and it takes a lot of work, and that's why I say, why should you invest in it? So that means that, you know, you need to be thinking about kind of, uh, as I said earlier, kind of what you want to talk about. And uh, once you've kind of decided what you want to talk about, then it's kind of what you do with that information. So there are a couple of ways that you can kind of really showcase your personal brand. That's through kind of PR activity. So generating PR coverage and generating backlinks uh, to your website in order for you to rank higher in search. And there's also kind of how you present your personal brand on social media. So I'm going to start with social media because I think that can be the more natural intro to personal branding. And so I think if you're kind of starting off with any personal branding, it's really important to think about what's important to you. So whether it's kind of being an expert within your industry, whether it's important to kind of champion a specific kind of topic um, or whether there's something that you really you're really really passionate about 
And if you can get all three things in there, and I call these your kind of personal brand or content pillars, then those are the things you're going to talk about kind of consistently and hopefully become known for those. And so the first thing is once you've got your kind of three pillars, the things that you really care about, what gets you out of bed in the morning, what do you want to talk about kind of religiously, what do you want to kind of be sharing a lot of, and also what are you prepared to really kind of put your neck out a little bit and really talk about. And you can't be scared of having an opinion because opinions are what helps kind of, you know, make you stand out your personal brand, but also kind of what's going to help you generate PR coverage later on. So what's unique that you're saying? And that's so important because you don't want to just sound like everybody else out there on social media or in the press. So what's unique to you that you can talk about? And I will cover more about that in a bit. Um, and over the last few years, personal branding has become huge. It's kind of a big business these days. And there's like loads of kind of personal branding experts out there, which is amazing because obviously they can help you kind of get it off the ground and keep it going. But you don't need to hire a personal branding expert. You can do this on your own. But a lot of it is down to the prep work that you do. So, for instance, on social media, it's about, again, once you've got your three pillars and you know what you want to be known for, it's about choosing what social networks are right for you. And it might be all of them, in which case, great, good for you. Or it might just be choosing one or two, you know, that might be LinkedIn or Twitter, or maybe the audience you want to talk to is on TikTok. And that's where you're going to spend your time. That's where you want your content to be, etc. And that's where you want to be known. Um, but make sure that you pick the right social networks, that you don't try and do it all at once because that can be an uphill battle when you start off. So my suggestion is to always kind of start small, start with one or two networks and then work your way up. So once you've identified what your networks are going to be, then you need to kind of find your niche. So what are you going to really focus on on those networks? What, are, what are, are other people not talking about that you could be known for? And that's really important because you don't just want to replicate what's already out there because that's not going to make a dent. So it's once you've found kind of that niche and you know what your social networks are going to be, then you can kind of start creating content and you can be offering advice. You can be offering kind of tips, how to's. You could be, you know, doing little talks like this. Or you could be sharing something unique. So if you've got any data relevant to kind of what you do or your business that maybe nobody else has, then you can use that to kind of, you know, generate a story. So what's going on? What can you tell everybody that maybe they don't know at the moment? And that will help you kind of find um, your audience who's going to be really interested in what you're talking about and help you generate a following. But don't be put off if this doesn't happen overnight. Um, and it's really important that, and I think this is why you should start small, because it's all about consistency. It's all about posting consistently, creating consistent content, and making sure you're covering your three pillars as well. Excuse me while I just take a little sip of water. So 
Once you've started posting or you're kind of writing your content, you also need to think about your visual brand identity to make sure kind of the visuals of what you're putting out there reflect the quality of what you're saying. So there are loads of free um, platforms out there that help you do this. One of my favorites is Canva. You can have a free account. You can go on there. It gives you loads of templates for different networks or different kind of formats, depending on what you're doing. It, you can put video in there. There's all sorts of cool kind of functionality with it. So I really recommend you nailing your visual identity as well as kind of your core kind of themes and making sure that um, brand identity is consistent through everything that you post. And that way people are going to recognize you, recognize your brand, your personal brand, etc. And that's really going to help you. And yeah, like I say, it can take ages to generate a following, you know, on things like YouTube, it can take up to a year for people to really start kind of following you and checking in with your content uh, regularly. So don't be put off. This is not something light. This is an investment in your time but the rewards can be huge. So not only can you kind of propel your career, you know, you can be found, you can be headhunted because of all this knowledge you're sharing, but also you can kind of uh, use it to your advantage for press as well, which kind of brings me really nicely onto kind of the PR side of things. So um, obviously, if you've got this kind of unique content, you've got kind of expertise, advice, data to offer journalists, then you can be kind of pitching stories to the media. You can be newsjacking, so you can kind of be piggybacking on stories that are already out there. And this is really good because this makes your kind of pitch timely and worth journalists kind of looking at it now rather than a month or just ignoring it at all. But what I suggest you do as a starting point to generate PR, either for yourself or for your brand, um, is to kind of, again, start small. Start kind of doing research into what is being talked about um, on in the news, in the media, what publications you would like to target. So find out where your target audience is going to be, what publications they are reading, how regularly, etc. And then you can look at what topics these publications cover. And then you can try and weave kind of your pillars or your content into what those publications are talking about. And that will make sure that everything you're pitching is super relevant to those publications and hopefully will make it more likely for them, for those journalists to, you know, like what you're sending them to, you know, generate PR coverage and also backlinks, which I'll come on to kind of later on. So one of the things that journalists love is data and they love unique data. So you may not you may not be kind of a brand. You might you might be kind of a freelancer. It doesn't matter kind of what you're doing. But if you've got some specific data that nobody else has and it might be in relation to your marketplace, to what you're doing or just general trends that you found, then you can be pitching that data to them, telling them that it's unique. Nobody else has access to this data. Here's why this data is useful. This is the story that this data adds to. And then you can hopefully create a really compelling press release as well. So that's why data is so important. 
So once you've done your research and you know what publications that you should be pitching to, then you can start looking at exactly how you do your pitch. And press releases are really an art. So I advise you to kind of look at templates out there, but don't just kind of use that template, tweak it so it becomes your own, so it becomes your own voice. And that's what's really important because you also want it to be authentic to you too. So once you've got, once you found like a nice kind of press release format uh, that you're happy with, then you can start thinking about your subject lines too. And subject lines make or break the success of a PR campaign. Because if your subject line isn't interesting, a journalist is not going to open it. Fact. You know, they get four, five hundred, if not more, emails a day from kind of PRs or anybody pitching stories to them. So you need to make sure it grabs their attention immediately, but for the right reasons. So don't just put like a really clickbaity headline or subject line in there and then it doesn't correspond with what's in the actual email copy. It has to be relevant to what you're talking about. It has to be nice and short and concise, of course, because it's the subject line. Um, but yeah, so practice subject lines and ask people what they think is most interesting. What would they open if they received it? And that might help you really learn kind of how to craft them. But I don't want you to put this off, but this put you off, sorry, because, you know, because of the power of generating PR coverage uh, for your business or for yourself. So once you kind of crafted your press release, you've got your subject lines down, etc., and you start to kind of generate some traction with journalists, you should see that PR coverage come through. And it's an amazing feeling when you first get covered on a publication. I can't explain to you. It's like winning an award. You've won. Um, and so once you start to get some traction with the press and generating, you know, some PR coverage, then you can start thinking about the value of that PR coverage. Not only are you trying to reach a target audience, you're trying to kind of sell your knowledge, not in a salesy way, you can't be salesy, but in a very kind of expert led, this is thought leadership content, I'm here, I've got something unique to say, you need to hear this because of X. Then you're gonna to start to kind of see the benefits of this PR coverage. And it might be that you get asked to speak at events, you might get um, headhunted, you might get inquiries to your website, um, and you're just gonna be building your personal brand awareness, building credibility for who you are and what you do, and also for the brand that you own or you work for. And uh, once you've got this coverage, you can start thinking about backlinks. So backlinks are really important, they're hyperlinks in the body copy of the coverage and they send a signal to Google that that site that you've got that coverage on trusts your content and therefore trusts your website. And the more of those kind of authoritative and relevant backlinks that you can build, this really helps build your ranking in organic search. So this helps your customers find you, it helps your customers find you know, your specific keywords, and it helps you rank for those. So and it, you don't even need you know, thousands of backlinks to kind of make an impact. So we've found, you know, for a few brands and especially startups, that a few of those backlinks to a specific page, a product page or a relevant page to your topic can really have an impact. It can impact inquiries and even sales. 
So it's really worth doing. Once you're happy and comfortable with generating PR coverage, that you start thinking about those backlinks, how you put them in, how they're positioned in there, what they say, etc. the anchor text, which is a little bit kind of, not complex, that's the wrong word, but that kind of can be covered at a later date. But um, that is so beneficial, I can't tell you. So this is what we do for our clients. We help generate PR coverage. We help um, showcase them as the expert within their marketplace. And we help drive those backlinks to their homepage or specific pages on their website that's truly relevant to what they do and to what they sell, just to help boost those rankings and to keep them climbing up in organic search. So one of the things that I need to talk to about is how you build a media database. And by saying that, it might sound like it needs to be this huge thing that you do. It's not that at all. Really, it's just a list of journalists who you'd like to contact, who'd, who you'd like to send press releases to. And, uh, you know, you can do this yourself or you can look for, you know, free trials on uh, platforms like Prowly. But then there's also things like Hero and Response Source where um, journalists put out requests to hear from people like yourselves who can provide expertise, knowledge, case studies, or whatever it might be. So please keep an eye on Hero and Response Source because you never know what opportunities might come through. But also by kind of putting a media list together yourself and doing the research, you get a much better understanding of which journalists you should be contacting. So rather than contacting every journalist at a specific publication, you need to find the right journalist for you. So the one that talks about the topics that you want to be known for, that you're going to cover with your content. So again, start small. Don't make it a mammoth kind of task because it doesn't need to be. It could just be a list of 10 to 20 key journalists that you'd like to target to begin with, with your um, topics, with your stories. There are some amazing uh, media databases out there, but they tend to be on the pricey side, which is why I say kind of start small, see if you can build your own media database, or if not, take advantage of some free trials. And if you can see the impact of this PR activity for you and on your brand, then it might be worth like investing in one of the paid platforms. So I mentioned earlier about kind of generating unique data. And this can kind of, you know, we've found data is hugely beneficial when you're pitching to journalists because data is often the backbone to a story. It provides context to what's going on in the world or kind of regionally or within your marketplace. And it gives you something to hook your story to. So if you haven't got any unique data, it's not the end of the world. You can find other data, free data sources out there. There's data all over the place. You just need to do a search uh, on your topic. But it needs to be kind of the most recent data. That's really important because uh, journalists will look at that. They'll also look at the source of that data to see how authoritative it is. But once you've found some good data that's really timely, then you can kind of work your PR story around it and work your advice or whatever you want to share around it. 
and then it kind of provides context for the story and gives journalists a reason to open your pitch now rather than in the future or never, which is the danger. So you can have a look at things like Google Trends to find kind of data. That's an amazing free resource that we use a lot. But there's also so many other kind of data centers and platforms out there. So do have a really good look around. So we've talked about kind of media databases, we've talked about crafting your press release and sending it out. But don't be afraid to chase a journalist if you don't hear back, because that can be kind of really important. But don't just keep chasing with the same message. If it's not being opened and you don't get a response, maybe it's because your story or your angle isn't quite right. So think about how you can rework it a little bit. You can still have the same topic, but you might have to change the angle of how you position that story to a journalist and then send it out again. And then if you're still not getting any traction, then you know you go to kind of your next topic, your idea or whatever, you can kind of newsjack uh, within the news cycle. And once you kind of get to grips with the personal branding, as like I said before, you'll really see the benefits of it. You'll see it for your career, you'll see it for your business, and you'll be that person championing, championing all the amazing things that you know about, your expertise, and it will make you feel amazing. And, and the thing is, you don't realize how much you know as well. And we often really underestimate our knowledge, what we're capable of, and what we can kind of provide to others that they could really use. So never underestimate what you know, just think really creatively about what you do, how you do it, how you could do it, how you could present it in a different way to others. And that's, that's your niche. There's always something everybody can offer, no matter what you do and what industry you're working in. So my advice is to kind of start small with the social media and with PR, Build your personal brand slowly. It doesn't need to be posting every day immediately, sending out press releases every week. You can start small. This is like a long game. It's not quick wins. It's something, again, that you have to invest your time in, but it is really worth doing because not only can it help your career and grow that and elevate that really quickly, but it can help you kind of really grow your brand in the media and in organic search. So I hope that's been really useful. Um, I will be um, offering kind of, well, I will be providing my details so you can kind of follow me on LinkedIn um, or Instagram, et cetera, because those are my channels. They're the ones that I kind of post on consistently. And yeah, if you'd like to contact me to know more, I'd love it. I'd love to hear from anybody with any questions. So I hope this has been useful. I hope this has inspired you to kind of start thinking about your personal brand or how you can do more of it. And um, yeah, so thank you for listening to me today. Uh, thank, you, thank you for joining the Be Your Own show.